0: Welcome everyone to Sobriety Over Society, the podcast dedicated to prioritizing personal health and well-being over societal expectations. In each episode, I'll share challenges and tips to support you on your journey towards sobriety. My goal is to encourage you to embrace discomfort and push beyond your comfort zone. Connect with me on Instagram at Sobriety Over Society podcast to share your thoughts and suggest topics you'd like to hear more about. On today's episode, I will be discussing some of the questions that will come up throughout your journey and the concept of winning in silence. Before I dive into this, though, I just really want to say thanks to everybody tuning in and to please share any feedback uh, by shooting me a message on Instagram at sobriety over society podcast. As a sober individual, you may be asked difficult questions about either past experiences with addiction, your journey to sobriety, and the challenges you face on a daily basis. And these questions can be deeply personal and emotional and may trigger feelings of vulnerability or discomfort. And it's really important to remember that it's okay to take your time before answering difficult questions. You know, you don't have to share anything, obviously, that you're not comfortable with. And it's perfectly fine to say that you're not ready to talk about a certain topic. So really taking care of your emotional well-being is key to uh, maintaining your sobriety. And it's important to prioritize your mental health above all else. The question I really want to address first and foremost is when somebody asks you, is it by choice? And obviously they're referring to your decision to get sober. I'm not a super huge fan of this question, especially because I've been asked it quite a few times. And despite being lucky, my situation where when I have been asked, it is usually from individuals who are also going through a similar situation. So the conversation has usually taken a, a, or has left a positive impact uh, on myself. And I've been able to reflect and uh, also compare and gain perspective on how people navigate this journey. Uh, But when it comes from somebody who doesn't necessarily understand it can be a very difficult conversation to maintain without feeling like your your guard is up and the reason being is without their understanding the stigma is usually present where naturally they assume one that you have to have an addiction in order to get sober And also just the stigma surrounding addiction uh, can be very, very negative towards an individual trying to uh, have self-growth and self-improvement. And a big part of this podcast and in this episode is to be able to tailor it to those who are either suffering from an addiction or who are just in general wanting to experience a life without alcohol or substance and see where it takes them. And in doing this, it it really shows you how you can normalize not drinking or having a substance in your life uh, without this reoccurring stigma or uh, somebody you know that's only ever known you with a life of alcohol or a substance and for them to be understanding and also want to learn and support you. And in later episodes, I definitely will speak on relationships and how to navigate them with either one individual being sober or both. But for now, I really want to discuss how to benefit yourself, uh, addiction or not, on the beginning of your sobriety and keeping it to yourself. For me personally, uh, I've definitely been programmed to think that in sharing what's going on in your life, you're you're supporting yourself. And I do believe so in different ways. You know, it's really nice to share news in your life with friends and family. My own personal experience in getting sober, uh, I did keep it to a very small group, which was only family when I first started to incorporate sobriety into my life but the concept that i spoke on uh at the beginning of this episode of winning in silence it's really important because you'll refer back to it uh, as you grow and i hope somebody uh, who's listening who's been sober for years or who's still in that moment of do they love it do they not at least they can think back to when they first got sober and if this is something that would have helped them more or at the time they did do this and it helped them a lot. And the reason it helped me was I didn't have outside influence, you know, barking at me with their thoughts and, you know, providing opinions and and listening to their feedback and I know in in certain moments it can be very beneficial, but when you are thinking about getting sober it's so important to know that you're doing it for yourself. And so from an addiction standpoint, it's, it's a personal battle. And the decision to get sober should come from within. And while external pressure from loved ones may provide initial motivation, it's unlikely to be enough to sustain long-term recovery. And without the internal drive and willingness to change, getting sober for someone else may only lead you know, to resentment or frustration and even relapse. And similar to that initial motivation uh, from support of a loved one, it's very similar to someone, say, who's not suffering from an addiction but who's curious about getting sober when it comes to New Year's resolutions. So you think of New Year's resolutions and you think, okay, what are my goals for the new year? And you write them down. And many times I'll see them on my Instagram of friends or or uh, family and I see everything they have planned and they're very excited about it. And so am I. I give them praise and I'm sure many other people do as well. So they get that initial motivation and they're excited and as they should be. But where I, where I question it is when, say if I followed up with every single individual who posted a New Year's resolution, you know, January 1st, and mm-hmm. I, I praised them. And then, you know, a couple months later, I followed up with them. And I said, Hey, how's everything going? I, I know back in January, you told me you were getting a gym membership. And I was really excited to hear about, you know, how you're doing in fitness, because I'm also very much into fitness. And their response to me was either they didn't respond or they responded with, oh, uh, you know, I ended up, you know, not getting it or I I haven't actually been, which happens in a lot of situations. And myself included, when I first considered getting into fitness for between the first and the fifth time, you know, I definitely fell through. And so if we if we think about that initial motivation, it's very similar from the one we're getting from loved ones. And recovery is very challenging and it's an ongoing process that requires a deep commitment to self-improvement and growth. And so when you're getting sober for someone else, either through that initial praise of somebody uh, supporting you on your resolutions or from a battle with addiction and somebody wanting to see you succeed, it may not always provide the necessary motivation to continue the hard work and dedication needed for lasting recovery. So, it's very crucial to find intrinsic motivation and meaning in the recovery journey to to build a fulfilling and healthy life. And when I say intrinsic motivation, this refers to a type of motivation that comes from within. So, you're driven by internal desire, interest, or enjoyment of a task, uh, rather than uh, rather than external rewards or pressures. So it's really important to separate the two when you're considering getting sober, uh, regardless of the reason. And when you're in this period of time, uh, which I like to refer to as the grace period, which is the time you're taking to yourself as you begin life as a sober individual. It's also very similar to winning in silence where you're where you're keeping it to yourself and you're learning to motivate yourself through uh, activities, uh, hobbies. So for myself, it was going to the gym and that really helped curb that need for external motivation. And it kept me it kept my mind occupied, so I didn't feel like I needed to speak on it uh, with other people. and i I definitely posted it about my fitness once I knew to myself I was committed. But that came later on. You know, I stayed quite silent at the beginning because it really helped me. And it's also proving to yourself that you can do it without telling somebody without. Needing that outside influence, which we're so prone to doing we we constantly feel we need to share what's going on in our life, and like I said, very beneficial for some things, and it is very rewarding also to share with friends and family what's going on. But it's also a challenge to yourself to see what you're capable of doing on your own without external influence. The way I like to put this all into perspective is. Say you're walking down the street and you run into someone and they ask you how life's going. And your immediate response is telling them that, you know, it's day one. You're getting sober. You're excited. And you continue the conversation and it's a lot of excitement because you've just made this decision. So imagine how that conversation would play out. Now try and imagine the same conversation but when you run into this person and they ask you how life is going, instead of talking about what you're going to do, you tell them what you have been doing. And that response is, Well, I've been sober for three months, and this is what I've done in that amount of time. And I'm telling you, the difference in response is so incredible because most people that you come across when you talk about that day one, what you're going to do, naturally they'll they'll be positive and they'll say, good job. But the response you get from somebody when you have been doing it, it's incredible. I've been there when I finally felt comfortable talking on my sobriety with someone and you're unrecognizable. And that also can go for a lot of other things you incorporate in your life challenges you incorporate that you've accomplished and another similar situation would be telling someone you're going to run a marathon and versus telling someone you have run the marathon and you know you get a lot of different feedback and you see the importance of focusing that time of when you first make the decision to accomplish something and keeping it to yourself and seeing the results come after you've completed it and when you're ready to speak on it, because it's so much more grand. It's, the feeling is incredible, and you know ultimately that you did it for yourself. Going back to the question of is it by choice and the external pressures, addiction or not. Asking these types of questions can be harmful for several reasons. But the biggest reason for me is that when you speak on addiction, and as I as I mentioned earlier, uh, the stigma that comes with it. So, so this question suggests that the person's addiction was a voluntary behavior, and that they could have stopped using drugs or alcohol at any time if they had chosen to do so. And this attitude ignores the complex and multifaceted nature of addiction and the numerous factors that contribute to its development and just in general the the judgment that may may come in in speaking on it from from someone else who doesn't understand and and unintentional or intentional shaming it can be very detrimental So that can either be from somebody who doesn't have an addiction, who just wants to get sober for for their mental health, or maybe they feel they're not reaching their full potential. And so they talk to a friend about it. And that friend tells them, well, you don't have a problem. You don't need to get sober. And I deem that as misinformation. And naturally, it's going to cause the individual to second guess themselves and converse with themselves on the fact that they don't have a problem and maybe they don't need to get sober. And from the individuals I've talked to and from for those who are in recovery, normalizing sobriety has been a major breakthrough in their success because it allows them to speak on it and not feel they're being shamed, or that that it will impact their livelihood. Ultimately, it's essential to be mindful and empathetic when interacting with individuals who are trying to get sober. And instead of focusing on whether their decision is by choice, you should offer them support, encouragement, and resources to help them overcome addiction and then from the perspective of an individual who's exploring sobriety for their own personal reasons not related to addiction it's also important to redirect your focus to listening and supporting and and learning where where you can, where you see fit, and how however best that supports uh, the individual in your life. I also just really want to clarify the concept of winning in silence, and that it doesn't mean you should be ashamed of your accomplishments, or keep them hidden from the world. Rather, it's about recognizing the value of internal validation and finding fulfillment in the process of achieving your goals, rather than the recognition that comes with it. So you will be the person that decides how long you want to win in silence for, how long that grace period is for. For me, you know, for some individuals who know me in my life, uh, but are not aware Of my sobriety my silence is still ongoing I mean if they were ever to catch wind of this podcast it no longer would be but obviously those who are a bit closer to me you know they knew after three months my family knew pretty soon in really my fitness went hand in hand with my sobriety so a lot of people were very much focused on my fitness and I didn't speak on my sobriety I really had that avenue um, and and in all honesty, at the beginning, it was just a distraction. I didn't know where my fitness was going to take me. I just needed something to help pass the time because that's really what it comes down to when you do make that decision to get sober and you do decide your grace period. You are in a life now where you have more time in the day, more time in the night, so time you would have spent either napping from a hangover you are now up at seven in the morning and that feeling creeping in that you may want to have a substance or alcohol you need to derail that you need to think of something in your life you want to start doing and that's those accomplishments those, those are those goals and that's what you're keeping to yourself so you are the person that decides how long You want to keep this going where it remains internal. I've spent a lot of time talking about the question of is it by choice? There's a reason for that, and because it does have such an impact on an individual, myself included. And I know I mentioned that I was fortunate in being asked that question by somebody, by a like minded individual, but you will come across questions that come from individuals who don't understand. And you'll also come across comments so i know i stress the importance of the grace period and winning in silence but these are the reasons why so i was i think coming up on two years sober uh when i worked at this company and we had a new uh a new manager come in and we down the line we ended up having like a very stressful day where we worked beyond our uh you know nine to five and and their response after, you know, I called it a day was, oh, you've done a lot. Go go, take a load off. Have a drink. And, it, you know, it's so common in any industry uh, to have a release after a stressful day or, you know, when you go to a staff party, you know, get the drinks flowing. So naturally, my my manager at the time told me essentially to go have a release. And I, like I said, I was two years pretty much two years into my sobriety, where I felt confident enough to respond saying, oh, well, actually, I don't drink. Um, I've been sober for, for two years. And without hesitation, their immediate response was, oh, you shouldn't tell people that. People will think you have a problem. So right then and there is a perfect example why you need to be prepared for those moments. Because even as an individual who was two years sober at the time hearing that, I still felt my guard go up and I felt vulnerable. I felt like I was being attacked and it made me question. And although I, I have a grasp on my sobriety, somebody who doesn't, who knows how they would have handled that and rightfully so. Now looking back on it, I wish I did my part in educating this person but in that moment, I knew what I needed to do, and that was remove myself from the situation. I wouldn't i I, I remember speaking about it to a friend. So, you know, I, I was able to communicate my feelings with somebody else. But say, if you didn't have a resource to talk to on that, it can be very stressful. And so even questions or comments related to sobriety can have a serious impact. So again, That is why I stress the importance of keeping it to yourself until you are prepared to handle these questions. Um, Another comment I have received as a sober individual is that they miss the old me. And they would use my name in the sentence. And I have to say that's probably the one that hurt the most. It didn't come from somebody who knew me well. And by that I mean it didn't come from somebody who's known me as a sober individual and as an inv- individual with a past of substance abuse so this person has only ever known me as somebody who's drank, and I in that moment had to make that connection because it was really hard to hear and I was in a bar at the time hearing that hence the comment of they missed the old me because I wasn't my old self and I'm very proud of that, but that's not the time I'm going to take to explain myself because I put myself in a situation where my surroundings were alcohol and I knew that may come up and yes, it still hurt and yes, again, I would I would like to have educated that person, but like I said, they hadn't gotten to know me as a sober person, so how close were they really in my life? And that's something to really think about, your surroundings. And this is also something I'll touch on in a later episode, but really think about your surroundings. Think about the last the last month. So in the next episode, when I talk about the first 30 days of sobriety, I'm going to ask you to evaluate what your last few months look like. So in a situation here when you're thinking of your surroundings, think about who you are with in the last month and if you're somebody who like myself surrounded themselves with people who like-minded people who drank I guarantee you have you know hangover stories you have stories where you weren't your best the best version of yourself Uh, maybe you haven't accomplished some of the things you set out to do and if that's the case this is a perfect time to evaluate your life and then It doesn't have to be heavy. It's just, just think about it. And then as you start to think about it, this is where somebody who maybe doesn't have an addiction will think to themselves, well, am I reaching my full potential? Versus somebody with an addiction who realizes the people around me are not the people who are going to be in my life when I become a sober individual. And that becomes a bit of a determination on who is going to be front row in your journey to sobriety or who you're going to have to tell it's a sold-out show, better luck next time. And uh, like I said, these are things that we will discuss. I don't want to overwhelm you in the first episode, but I get passionate. You know, this is something I've been really thinking about for a while now, uh, being almost three years sober. And for somebody like myself, I, I try to imagine uh somebody going through the same thing i did either in university or navigating the world of employment uh whether they're traveling uh right now you know there's things to to take in no matter where you are in the world and we just have to always keep asking ourselves are we reaching our full potential just again want to say uh thanks so much for listening I hope I've provided some insight. Uh, if you're somebody who's been sober for years, I I hope I've talked about something you can look back on and say you did yourself uh, that helped you navigate the world of sobriety. If you're somebody still in the interim, you know, keep going. Um, I I want to hear about your journey uh, thus far, and I hope I'm giving. Feedback where you can attribute to some of the things you're doing now, and that may be a, a healthy or helpful reminder. And if you're somebody who's just looking to explore and see where this takes you, I hope you find these steps helpful. And again, I'm I'm always here. I'm just a, a message away if you have any questions. Ultimately, this podcast. Uh, Is just from personal experience. I really hope down the line I can bring on people uh, who can speak on their sobriety and then their uh, perspective as well. Uh, But right now, this is just from personal experience. But I find how I navigated my successes in sobriety came from other individuals that I listened to who spoke on their their personal journey. So a big thanks uh, as I sign off. I really do encourage you to share uh, feedback and ideas for future episodes. Uh, I really do welcome any uh, suggestions or comments you may have. Uh, Episodes now are going to be every other Sunday, uh, just as I, again, learn to record and give myself an appropriate amount of time without letting anyone down. So every other Sunday. um, And then I'll also be featuring some challenges uh, to help you Through this, and so the first challenge is when we do launch uh, on the Sundays, um, it'll be for the the week following. So launching today, this Sunday, for this week starting tomorrow, uh, sunrise uh, to the Sunday uh, sunset. I give yourself um, a break from substances or alcohol, and fill your days with something you've been wanting to do. So stay sober this week uh write down your your goals keep them small keep them doable and it'll be something you'll refer back to as you continue this journey so i'm really looking forward to seeing how everyone does uh and then again uh, most likely we will extend it um but for now see how you do and see what you can take away from it as you go into the next week see all you wonderful people on the 16th of april